beautiful beings, and welcome to today's episode of the Polar Griffin Podcast. I am your host, Bella Griffin, and today I receive the honor of welcoming on Sarah and Victor of the Honey Unmatrix Yourself Podcast. Today is a very special one, as it is a collaboration episode between my podcast and Sarah and Victor's podcast. Today we dive into all things entrepreneurship, taking the path less traveled by, and really just following a lifestyle that feels most aligned with you. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. I hope you all enjoy this episode as much as I do. Hello guys, welcome to a collaboration between Honey on Matrix Yourself podcast and Little Plant Lady podcast with Bella Griffin. We're really excited to do this and connect with everyone and kind of just see where this conversation flows and you're all going to be along for the ride. So I'm here. This is Sarah, obviously. Yes, and this is Victor. And this is our very first collaboration that we're having, our very first special guest. And we're so excited for this to unfold. And uh, we have Bella here too. (laughs) Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for opening up this space for this beautiful collaboration. I am just in awe of what you guys are creating. I love it. I love what you're sharing. I love the beings that you are. And I would love for you to share a little bit briefly who you are and what you do, because you're both incredible beings and you're so talented. And I'm just so honored to be in this co-creation space with you. So I would love for you to share just briefly for my listeners, all the magic you guys have to offer this world. (laughs) it's so funny because we were just talking about how I kind of struggle with this part because it's like who am I (laughs) at the root of it all I'm human um, and I'm just experiencing life but um, I guess to slap a label on it um, (laughs) I am a meditation coach and I am a soon-to-be registered nurse so I'm really excited for that because that journey has been (laughs) a really long one yeah I guess for me Um, The labels are, I'm a photographer, a motherhood photographer specifically, Um, also do some weddings, just a lover of love and art and life, and I'm in this phase of my life right now, I'm um, stepping into motherhood this fall and kind of just creating like a slower, more intentional life for myself and my family, Um, so I'm really into like just slow, intentional living right now. Um, and just kind of seeing what that's like stepping out of hustle culture, um, the feeling like I don't have to be so productive all the time Mm -hmm. because I was caught up in that. So currently right now I am, um, a, a woman stepping into, into motherhood and slowing the heck down and just being really, um, aware and conscious and intentional about the people, the environment, just the spaces that I'm in, um, because it's been really important for me, especially with this pregnancy journey to be even more intentional. There's a lot of layers. Mm. (laughs) Um, So yeah, just moving through that phase of my life right now and exploring this like new version of myself that's being birthed through pregnancy and, you know, this initiation that I feel like I'm going through. So I don't really know who the heck I am right now. Also (laughs) besides a human being, but just in general, like a conscious person who um, is slowing the heck down after feeling like I've been moving and spinning my wheels for a very long time. 
So yeah, <laughs> I guess that's who I, I love am. That. I love that. I love that. And a congratulations is in order. I'm so honored to just witness you from afar and we've never met in the flesh, but just so honored so to connect weird. with you. It's so weird, but I feel like I've known you for lifetimes and I can't wait till the day that we do, but just so honored to witness you and your growing family. It's so, so beautiful. And the work that you both do is so needed and so freaking beautiful to witness. And thank you to the Instagram portal for bringing yeah. divine beings like you both into my life. So, so honored to share this connection today. And it's gonna be, bye ya. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Um, so a little bit about like we kind of dropped in Victor and I before we hopped on with Bella and we're just kind of like feeling into like what's a topic that's been inspiring us and kind of just where where we feel like we could take this and something that came up for us was just this idea which obviously honey unmatrix yourself we're all about like stepping out of this like paradigm these molds that society feels like they have to it has to put us in and and really that's kind of where we wanted to go with this and see if we can explore since Bella lives like in a van and just lives this alternative lifestyle and Victor and I too like have these different kind of lifestyles that we're creating and have created for ourselves so yeah we just would love to dive into living differently which isn't really different like what is different but differently than like the society and like what's mainstream and what's considered like normal um so yeah I don't know if you had some really juicy questions Victor if you wanted to maybe dive into those <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm really just curious also to learn more about Bella and more about the van life and how Bella is making that work for her um you know because a lot of things that come in my mind when I think about living in a van it's like how are you sustaining yourself you know what about insurance do you need insurance and like mm -hmm. all the, like in all the details I'm, I'm really curious to learn how that's working for you when did it start what what mm -hmm. led you down this path and where do you see yourself kind of going with it mm -hmm. wow <laughs> open my heart up right off the bat all right thank you for asking that is such a beautiful question yeah the um i would like to say that you know the entrepreneur lifestyle kind of found me and i've always known since i was in school and going through the transition of the quote-unquote program that I just really wasn't a person for school, that it just really didn't serve me. I never felt like it did. It always felt like it confined me. And I feel like I had to do a lot of unlearning leaving that chapter. And after I graduated high school and made my mama so happy because I got that diploma, I was like, all right, like I did, I did my part. And now this is my, my time to like find myself and really make my footprint in the world. Like I've been, I feel like for some of us, it feels like that's kind of the first step of like our lives. Like we can finally make our own choices and our own decisions. And so my choice was to find myself. And I think that's what all three of us kind of have in common is that we kind of chose this path of, of wellness and of there's something more than all of this and I need to go within. And so that's, that's what we do in that journey of, you know, 
whatever you want to call it, the awakening, the finding yourself, the, the going through the dark, the shadows, all of it. It uh, has a funny way of just guiding you to your path and what you're meant to do. So I kind of found myself, um, I found my partner just as I had graduated high school and um, we found each other and we decided like, hey, let's do this nomad lifestyle. He was an artist who um, really reflected the entrepreneur path for me a lot on my journey, which was really, really beautiful because he had taken that path as well. And he was a few years ahead of me. So I kind of had like this beautiful reflection and inspiration in this person to like prove that, you know, it was possible that I could do this. And so um, I started my business kind of not even you know, meaning to just kind of how it happens. You start somewhere. I started making jewelry, then I made candles, then um, I sold t-shirts at one point. I designed things. I um, did a lot of different things. And now I make clothes, which is awesome. And I plant dye them and all those beautiful things. And serving women is my passion. And that's, that's what I found. Um, and sharing my voice through my podcast. But um, yeah, the nomad lifestyle, we just kind of always knew, you know, I just kind of always knew I like really always wanted to travel. I always just had like this fire within me that I knew I could, I could do more than what I was being like limited to. I felt like I was just being confined in this box. And so um, I won't say that, you know, it's easy by any means or that it's like this beautiful, glorious thing because it's not always that. And um, it definitely comes with its ups and downs. I'm definitely not the most like financially successful person ever. I still have a lot of scarcity mindset to heal through and hopefully get through at some point in my life. <laughs> um, but running my own business is really, really beautiful. And it's beautiful to have a community that supports me and shows up for me and be in a space where I feel seen and I feel like I'm making other women feel seen. And when I remind myself of that intention, when I am in those spaces of community and collaboration like this one, I am like reminded of why I do what I do. And so I think that whatever path you choose, you know, whether it's van life, whether it's, you know, buying a house with your partner and starting a family, whether it's, you know, taking the path of nursing, you're, taking your dharma, your life's path, and you're, you are paving that path, and we're all needed for different reasons. So, yeah, you kind of just hear that whisper of the soul. That's, that's kind of what is guiding me, the whispers that I hear within myself, and mm -hmm. I just allow my heart as well to kind of guide me through, and just, I, fi I find that that is, what, is what's contributing to my sense of peace, my sense of happiness, my sense of success, if you will, mm -hmm. um, is, is when at least for me, recognizing what is my soul speaking and what is like, what does it want for me? And yeah, I find that it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I feel like, you know, listening to Bella, thank you for sharing that part of your journey. It's so beautiful. And I love hearing about, you know, conscious humans choosing the lifestyle that is, that feels good for them. And I, and I feel like that's, you know, when we talk about stepping out of the molds and and that's it it's like it doesn't even matter what the thing is that you're doing like it, it could be very well like going into a corporate job that you love but I think that's the important thing is like is that your calling 
like, what is your why? Are you doing this for you? Or are you doing this because you think that you have to be a certain way, have a certain thing, fit into a certain mold in order to like be successful or whatever, whatever it is, whatever is the pull is, is like, is it, is it coming from your heart? Is it coming from you? Or is it coming from this like echo of voices that we constantly get inundated with either like our parents or just family, this people around us, society, billboards, TVs, like everything. It's like that. I think that's the most important thing to like highlight in this, like stepping out of the matrix, stepping out of the programming is like choosing. It's like, we get to choose and we get to explore what that means for us and then do whatever it is that we feel called to do. And I think that's like, that's the rebel. That's like the rebellion is like just doing whatever we feel called to do, whether that's buying a house, settling down, whether that's living in a van, whether that's, you know, whatever it is, um, is that we get to do that. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to fit anybody else's narrative of what they think that we should be doing. Cause like, like you said, with the high school of like making your mom happy that you got the diploma is like, I took that journey a little further and, and went to college and, mm-hmm. and made my mom happy. That was like, that was the end goal for me is like, I got, I got my college um, degree and mm-hmm. that's what shifted for me that once that journey ended, I was like, I mean, I halfway in, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. And recognizing that I wasn't even living my dharma I was living my mom's dharma that she had created for me and I was like this shit's not even mine like this is not my path um but you know by that time I was kind of like well I just I just finished this out and then I'll explore beyond and I started to do a little bit of that digging of like what even is my dharma like what do you what am I even here doing like what is this and once I started asking myself those questions you know I I I got a job, I even got a job right out of college because she was like, you know what, you should go get a job in your field. I'd I'd even pay your student loans if you did that. And I was like, sweet, I'm gonna go do that. I was there for literally like two weeks before that feeling of like, this is not my Dharma, like washed over me. And I was like, what am I, what is happening? (laughs) Like, what am I doing? I'm not even living my life. Like, this is not the life that I envisioned Mm -hmm. for myself. And I'm not really sure what it looks like, but I know this is not it. So I quit that job. And that's when I really started to dive into like, what, what do I want here in this life? Mm -hmm. And it was this overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of like, if I'm not living a life that I want, like, if I'm not doing this for me, then why am I doing it at all? Mm -hmm. Um, And that really drove me to be like, I need to explore myself. I need to explore what it is I actually want um, in order to feel like my life has some kind of purpose and not feel like I'm just kind of like in this weird rat race of like, where am I? Like, what's, what is this? This isn't lighting me up. This doesn't feel good. Like life is too short. I know there's gotta be like more, like there's something more. Um, And yeah, I'm curious, Victor, like, I, what's your journey with that? It's so interesting because, like, I feel like I, I've kind of always had this, like, different perspective on life um, that was kind of different than most of society. And so I've always kind of been this, like, rebel and doing things my way. 
And like, even when I graduated high school, I didn't go directly to college like most people do. I kind of just like played around. I was like, this is my time to play. I'm still young and all the things. And I was like, I'll, I'll go to college next year. And at this point, I also didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So it was okay to push it off. Um, but then when I finally decided to go to college a year later after graduating, I still didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was like, fuck it. I'll just like go to college. I'll do the thing. I'll, I'll take some general classes and figure myself out. Even with this different perspective that I have about life and myself, I still kind of wanted to do this whole nursing thing. But as I started moving through the program of nursing, I started also, I was also at the same time healing myself and, and really discovering new aspects of who I thought I was. And long story short, kind of with where I'm at now and with nursing, it's very interesting um, because I was doing nursing at first for what felt like I was creating something out of myself. I was like, yes, I'm using the God within me to create this, this path of nursing and I am a nurse. And I was identifying with it so much. Um, but again, as I went through the program, I was also like kind of finding myself and I was learning, I am not who I think I am. I am actually all of it. And there, there is no sense of identifying myself with this, this label of nurse. And this, this isn't going to make me who like better or successful or anything. So I was kind of struggling a little bit, um, in the midst of nursing school. Cause I was like, I don't even fucking need this school. I don't even need this degree. Like I am complete and whole as I am right now. And it was just a weird place to be in. Cause I was like, but I also want to do this because I've already put in so much effort and, and time and energy. Um, so I sat with that for some time and kind of with where I'm at now in all of this is I'm just doing this because I want to like, because I get to do it. And it's something that I've been working on for so long. It's like, eh, why, why quit now? Just even though I recognize that I'm whole and complete already right now in this moment in space and time, I still get to do all these fun, amazing things that life gets to offer us. And so that's why I'm still doing nursing school, just to kind of say I did it. But that identification has shifted, I guess, through time. And yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. What a beautiful journey. And that's the journey, isn't it? It's like, it's different for, for everyone and the path doesn't look the same. And I think that as a society, we are, you know, we start from an early age to look to other people for our validation. Like we're already set in stone. We're looking, we're doing something to get a grade that means this, that proves this, that makes your parents feel this way and makes you feel this way to get that validation. So it's like, it's so deep within us and it takes so much time and patience to unwind and start to peel back those layers. And this is that that journey that looks different for all of us and it's that moment of realization of like oh I no longer have to do that and I am enough regardless of external validation and I think that's really when you step into like step out of the matrix and step into yourself and then your dharma follows and your dharma shifts and changes I mean I know at least for me in my experience it changes all the fucking time like my dharma is multiple different things and it will continue to shift and change as i do and right now at this moment in my time it's 
serving women and it's making free bleeds and it's doing photo shoots and empowerment things because that's where I'm at in my journey is like this reclamation and like this desire to be seen and empowered and feel free and like reclaim what it means to be a woman and what it means to have the freedom to express ourselves and have the freedom to say fuck it if our parents see it fuck it if our family sees it I am who I am and you can either accept me or not and it's that you know I'll be here regardless of the two and that's fine you know you keep walking on your path and that's why they I feel like they say that the spiritual path is a lonely one you know because it can be fucking lonely because you we are weed whack in the way it's not easy it's not the same for any of us but somehow we have like this shared experience that we can come together and you meet people like how we're meeting now or you connect with someone on Instagram or you meet someone at the market and you're just like your body feels and you're like oh yeah okay this is it like there are people out there I'm not alone and that makes your dharma grow stronger yeah and I'm going along with like this like concept of like validation is that's something that I experienced a lot in my you know my entrepreneur journey is like I throughout my childhood was like the grades were like the validation. It's like, this is where my value is. My value is my grades. My value is in how good I'm, I can do in schools, how much I can achieve. And I was caught in that for a very long time. Honestly, like not that I regret anything at all ever in my journey, but honestly, probably up until the last like four or five months of my life, I was caught in this like cycle of feeling like I had to achieve in order to be value, like valuable at all. Um, and that I think like on my entrepreneur journey is like recognizing that I wasn't going to get the validation from anybody. Like I had to create validation for myself of like my pricing, what, what even I was doing in my business, like how I was creating like this income for myself, what I was, my art form, like I was like, I have to validate, like nobody's validating it for me. And I think, you know, like from my perspective of like this outside world and being in like, when you go to a job, you get promotions, there's people, there's like bosses that are like validating, like you're doing a good job at your job and here's more money because you're doing a good job. And here's a promotion because you're doing a good job. And like, you're not doing a good job at this part of your job. Here's where you can improve. And it's like, when you go on this path of doing things on your own, when you're like, I'm not working for anybody, I'm creating uh, uh, this life for myself, whether it's business or otherwise, it's, it, there's no one doing that. There's no one being like, you're doing a good job. So it's kind of like cultivating that sense, which it's, which is why it's so important, right? Like on this spiritual path where it can be so lonely to one cultivate this within ourselves of like validating our own journey, and being like, this is, I am doing a good job. I am following my heart. I am like, I deserve to like raise my prices. I deserve to slow down. I deserve whatever it is. It's like creating that validation. But that was such a, like a lesson for me and being like, whoa, I'm not receiving validation from other people. And I have to now learn how to validate myself in a way that feels aligned in a way that you know, I can sustain myself financially with the lifestyle that I want to live. And like, what does that look like? And how do I give myself promotions? And like, how do I give myself vacations? And how do I like, how do I set my life up in this way? 
And so I've been learning that really deeply as I've, you know, been on this journey. And up until I got pregnant, it was this like hustle, 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 create, create, create. And and it's, it was beautiful. And it, it created a lot of opportunity, a lot of abundance for me financially to support my family and to just see what I was capable of in, in a business structure. And once I, you know, stepped into like, okay, I'm pregnant. It was this, like, I feel like I got like socked back into this, like, look at your life, look at, look at this, like, look deeper, like, there's something else that you want, and you know this, and, like, what is that, and so that's where, like, I'm at now is this slowing down, is, like, okay, now I, maternity leave, like, I don't get, I'm not, like, hey, boss, like, I need to go on maternity leave this date to this date, and it's so interesting Mm -hmm. navigating that, and being like, what feels good for me? And then like, now I get to create these boundaries. And then like, what does that even look like? And how much do I want to slow down? And it's so, it can be overwhelming, but for me, it's been so freeing because like, now I'm like, I get to choose how much I work. And mm-hmm. now it's like, I'm providing for family. So I I don't have time to entertain clients or work or things that don't feel on 100% aligned or people who don't 100% value what I bring to the table. And so now I'm in this place of like validating the slowing down because for a while it was like validating that I'm like doing a good job and that I can keep going, that I can raise my prices and I can like create and create and build, build, build and like have this empire. And now I'm like, I don't, want an empire I just want a homestead with a with a barefoot homeschooled baby running around and so now it's like validating the other part of it it's like I have I deserve to slow down I deserve to rest and it's so interesting it's like going on this path of like individuality of like finding our own path there's so much that we have to learn Mm. Yeah, and it's so funny how the matrix has a way of like slipping its way back into this like quote unquote spiritual journey, you know, like you go and now you're an entrepreneur. So now you have this mindset of the steps that it goes and the way that it's supposed to go and like all the paths that you should take and where you should be at this point and the promotions you should have and the leaves and this and the insurance and this and this and this and like your mind's just like going, 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 going. And it's just like, wait, I'm like, wait, I thought I was leaving that. Why are we, why is that, how did that get back here? And then we like automatically, but it's okay because, you know, we have grown up in a society where this is the way that a lot of people live. And I'm not saying it's a bad way to live, but I'm just saying it's not sustainable for very long. And that's why, you know, a worldwide pandemic hits. Well, honestly, that was just burnout. Everybody's fucking burnt out. We're like nonstop going all the time, all the time, all the time. And your body's going to get sick. You can't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced it. I know we've all experienced that. You will work yourself until your body can't anymore. And that's when sickness and all this other shit starts to arise. But it's funny how like, you know, that validation will take, will steal away from the joy of doing art, of creating art. Now, when you go to model, you're, you know, that little bit of insecurity slips in. Or now, you know, when you're going and you're hosting something, you're doubting yourself if you can do it because you don't have someone there, you know, telling you that you're doing a good job. And it's just the, the external validation. We have to be careful not to 
let that slip into like our internal critic because that internal little voice in the back of our head will be like, no, like you need to be doing more. You need to be making more. And I was listening to an Aubrey Marcus podcast, um, great podcast the other day. And he was talking about how the ego is like a puzzle that's always missing one piece. Mm-hmm. Always. He's always just like, oh, just got to get one more piece. One more piece. Nope, just missing one piece, always. And as soon as you fill in that piece, another one's gone. Mm-hmm. As soon as you fill it in, gone. As soon as you meet that next goal, gone, another one. You know, it's like, it's never fully satisfied. But there's another part of us that that sees this, sees that we are a piece of this whole puzzle. And that is a whole, we come together to make this beautiful picture. And it takes all of our individuality. It takes all of our uniqueness. It takes us sharing our stories and it takes us you know going out and doing those things and sharing our light through the paths that we choose to take and that looks so so different for for everybody but at the end of the day it's like what makes me happy what makes what keeps my peace of mind and of course you know we have to we do live in a day and age where we have to make money and we have to pay bills and unfortunately we do you know have to do certain things to get by. It's just the reality of some of our experiences. But if that's the goal that you really, really want to have, you will make it happen. And you will continue to take those steps to, you know, live in a community or, you know, live somewhere where you can barter and trade. And as soon as you start to call those things in, people find you and you find, you know, those places that feel like, oh yeah, this this is it like it takes a village to raise a child like you need a fucking village you deserve to take off yeah and i think i think too what at least what's helping me is coming back to this idea of unity and i think that's what kind of supports me when i do get kind of wrapped up in this like human experience and it kind of allows me to let go and detach from the idea that i have to do anything or be anything And so that when I do do anything, I'm doing it with a sense of joy and not so much like pressure or like, I have to do this. Cause like you said too, right? Like even when we step into the spiritual like world or spiritual journey, that that matrixy societal way of thinking and living kind of trickles its way into this, this new journey that we were trying to take to get away from that. And I think the trap there is the trap of identification and just like, all right, well, this is my path now. And this is how I'm going to create it on this spiritual journey. And that when you start walking this path and you realize it's not exactly what you thought it was going to be and everything starts come crashing down. If you're identifying, you're going to identify yourself as a failure or like that you're losing and that you should have never taken this path because nothing's working out. And it's like, I'm doing all these affirmations and manifesting my life and nothing's coming to me. And it's like, I think to me, it's it's just the identification that's getting people wrapped up in that. And when you can realize that you don't need anything, that you just get to, you just, you just get to have it. You just get to do it. And if it goes wrong, it's not the end of the world. It's just something went wrong. Look at it, you know, observe it and then move forward and, not get so wrapped up in whatever it is that you're doing, whatever journey you're on, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and just kind of have fun with life um, in, a, yeah. in a way, right? Like, yeah. I think we have to be so careful with the word spirituality as well, because, you know, it's been, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a tough one because 
like you were saying, mentioning earlier, Victor, how you were saying, you know, you kind of you put yourself into this box of spirituality of what you, what it looks like, what it, um, what the trend is, what it looks like on Instagram. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I light my sage and I do my things and I have my crystals. And I think that we get wrapped up. It's so funny how the ego has this way of sneaking its way into that. And so I think that some people can be intimidated by the word spirituality because it's made to look like, you know, if you're not this, then you're not it. And I think a better word that we are, that what we're really talking about here is just like freedom, you know, like vulnerability, like space to, to be safe and creating that space for ourselves to be safe. And like we said before, just that it looks different for everyone. And I just wanted to clarify that because I know that we all have that understanding, but I feel like it can be intimidating to some listeners to be like, oh, and like, I always thought that I was gonna like get there. Like I always thought that like there was gonna be like this end goal, like, oh yeah, like when I am awakened, I'm gonna be rich and never have scarcity mindset and I'm never gonna worry, never gonna have to work. My business is gonna be successful. Somehow I don't have to run it. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all these ideas that we create in our head of like, when we reach this point and it's like, no, right. there's, that's, that's the ego. When you've created this end goal and this finish line, that's, that's the ego. <laughs> What's kind of coming up for me right now too, is um, you mentioned something a little earlier about, right? Like with, when it comes to money, like, um, right, there's some things that we have to do, like we need money to live in society. And I just, I even want to play with that. Cause like, we don't even need that right like we don't we don't have to have money like because if we think we need money it's because we want to sustain a certain kind of lifestyle that's also a choice like we don't have to live in this western society you know kind of just doing like we don't have to do any of that we can literally just be a tree and just and just stand there for hours at end and minutes at end and that would be us serving a purpose for whatever that purpose is right it's just yes there is no there there's nothing at all on this planet that we have to do every single thing even the choice of breathing i mean granted breathing is mostly automatic but we can just choose to just hold our breath you know and then, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, yeah. we don't even have to we don't have to do anything yeah. and i think that in itself right there is freeing like really freeing because you recognize that you don't even need money because that's what most Mm. people I think would say too it's like all right well I want to take this spiritual I want to take this new path where I get to create my own life and it's still this like illusion this 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 idea that they think they need to have money and they need to get a house and that they need to speak online a certain way and it's like no it's like it's none of that it's it's, it's none of that. And it's all of that, I guess, you know, yeah. and it, I think that just, that puts people in this like trap. I think I from, love that. Yeah. And I think from that place, you know, like, cause that's freedom is like recognizing that we don't need anything than what we already have. I think from that place, right. Cause then it's like, well, what if my dream is to live this luxurious lifestyle in a high-rise apartment in LA and buy like Prada bags? And like, what if that is my, what if that is my desire and dream? Then I will need money, right? So I need money to buy those things. But it's from that place of like, 
that's right. That's the thing. It's like the exploring is like figuring out, like, I, I think, um, what's that book? Um, you're a badass at making money. Mm-hmm. She like briefly talks about this in the beginning. It's like, it's not about making money. It's not about that. It's about like, what is the lifestyle that you want? Like, what is your heart desire? Does your heart desire to live in a commute in a commune where you just barter and trade and you don't actually need to have the money, right? Mm-hmm. Or is your lifestyle to live this luxurious thing where you travel all the time and you have to like buy tickets, buy tickets to go on an airplane and have all these fancy, mm-hmm. like if that's what you want, sweet. And you'll need money to do that, right? So, and and I've been deeply exploring this as I slow down my business is like, exploring what what money means to me um and how much you know like i felt like i needed to have this surplus in order to like be successful to feel safe to feel all the thing you know to feel okay um and mm-hmm. as i've slowed down cuz i was making a lot of money in my business more than i thought that i could create on my own and I was like, I'm doing it. I'm building the empire. I'm a boss babe. Like I'm successful. <laughs> like, yeah. And I really, I did think that's what I wanted. And out of this, I've created a sustainable business, which I'm very grateful for um, that. I don't have to really work at anymore, which is amazing. Um, and now I'm at this point where I'm like, I don't want to do the building the empire. I don't want to be a boss babe. I don't, I just want to live my life. I want to have a homestead with solar and kind of just live off a little as off grid as I can, like, and be as, as self-sustaining as possible. Right. So now it's like the lifestyle that I was creating that I kind of thought I wanted for a while where I needed a lot of money and, and needed all these things is shifting into like, no, like I need money to buy a house and I'm kind of figuring that out and, and what that looks like for me. But the lifestyle that I want is one where I have huge gardens and a greenhouse where I'm growing herbs and I want to preserve my food and I want to I want to get back to my roots. Do I need a lot of money to do that? No, not really. Not really. And I want to have money to save so that I can travel because I love traveling. So it's like it's not even about the money. But right. Living in the society is like if you want to do things have things that cost money, then there is an element of like, okay, I need to create an income for myself in some way. And so I think it's from, you know, from that place of recognizing that we don't need to have anything it's this sense of freedom where then we get to choose. Like it's from that to creating that foundation of like clarity being like, I don't need anything. I'm perfect and whole and enough as I am. And I get to choose now what my life looks like. I get to choose Mm -hmm. what I quote unquote need to have in order Mm -hmm. to have the lifestyle that I'm desiring. Mm -hmm. And so I think, right, that's such a powerful foundation of like freedom Mm -hmm. of not needing and then being able to choose. Yeah, I think also just recognizing too that, right? It's beautiful, I think, to have choices. And if you wanna go build that luxurious house or that luxurious lifestyle, whatever the fuck you want to do it's okay to do anything like you have the total freedom to do that just recognize it's a choice and I think that is what's key it's recognizing in all times that it's a choice and so Mm -hmm. if you are that person that wants to create that luxurious lifestyle yo do it like Mm -hmm. I am fucking rooting for you do it but when it when shit hits the fan when you fall down when you crash and it burns and everything starts falling down don't identify with that just observe it, recognize what, what happened, 
what happened? What did you do? What didn't you do? How can you reass like how can you reassess the situation and create a new plan for yourself? You know, it's not about beating yourself up or stressing yourself out. Like stress, stress is so unnecessary. Like we put so much stress on ourselves and it's like, for what? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we know there's deadlines that we have to meet. Yes, we know there's goals that we want to set and establish. And yes, we know that we want to create certain lives for ourselves, but there's no timeline. There's just is, and it can happen if we continue to trust the process and trust ourselves and remember that there's nothing that we have to do. And I think that sometimes the path that we think is for us always isn't the path for us. So everything falling apart is actually, you know, building something potentially that was actually meant for you. And those things, you know, those ideas that we have of like, this is what I want, maybe that's not what you need. And so you find yourself along the way. And I think it's so beautiful that we circled around to this message of choice because it's so it's just so perfect and perfect for this conversation because, you know, Victor, at the beginning, you asked me, like, how do you sustain yourself? How do you do van life? And that's the simplest way I could put it. It's like, it's choice. You know, people look at me and they're like, oh, well, how, you know, how I don't, I don't get it. How do you afford all of these things? And I'm just like, I could choose to build my empire. I could choose to root down in my home roots of Florida and rent a space and hire people and be that boss babe and expand in those ways that I've been offered to expand. And people ask me all the time why I'm not expanding. I can't meet my demand. Why would I not continue to expand? So I could choose to do that. Or I could choose to bask in this sweet, sweet moment of being so overwhelmed and being so pleasantly overwhelmed. Not in a way that it's like, ah, I'm overwhelmed in a, in a beautifully messy way where it's just like I'm so supported and so seen and that feels so good and being able to choose to live in a van and choose to spend my money on that van that is just as expensive as living in a house you know I could choose I have a partner we've been together for almost seven years we could choose to move into a house and spend that money on the house but we just chose to do the van versus buying a house on a plot of land. And one day we do want to buy some lands and have those things and have those dreams. And we have those goals, of course, but that choice of being on the road during these times is like, that's, that's what feels good right now. And so I think that's a really beautiful point that we've like circled back around to. Yeah. Even with me, like just staying on this topic of choice, like, I remember when I first started nursing school, it started back in 2017 and some shit happened along the way where it was like a year in the program. Um, I, one of my best friends passed away, like suddenly in her sleep and it, it hit me like really hard and it started affecting my, like my academics and I started missing clinicals. And so I got to a point where they kicked me out of the, they were like, you either got to get out of the program or you got to like take yourself out of the program or we're going to kick you out. So, right, there's a choice there that I could have made at that moment. I couldn't be like, well, fuck, like I just wasted so much money. I put a year into this program and now what am I going to do? I'm getting old, like, like what the fuck am I going to do now? I have a plan B. And because I recognized then that it's all choice, I decided to just kind of go at it again. I was like, well, fuck it. It's all choice. I really do feel aligned and connected to this idea of being a nurse. And so why the fuck not? Let me go do it again. 
And so I did it again, went back to nursing school. This time I was like three months, I'm gonna graduate in three months. And I made a choice. I was outside, I was like during clinical and I started smoking my vape outside and it's a no smoking premises. And so a security guard saw me and, you know, they told my instructor, long story short, they ended up writing me up and that write up kicked me out of the program. Mm -hmm. And so imagine that now I'm sitting in all of this. I'm like, damn, you had one chance. You blew it somehow. You had this opportunity and you blew it and you were so close. What the fuck are you going to do? And again, I think just recognizing the power of choice and realizing that I'm not losing. I mean, yeah, there's money going down, but what the fuck is money? You know, I'm still here. I'm breathing. I'm alive. I'm happy. I feel joy. I feel love and all the things. And this is an experience that I get to have again. And so I fucking went at it again. And now I'm there. Like I'm at this point where I'm going to literally be done any day now. <laughs> and so like, you know, and I think it's just, and even being here and looking at my whole journey and the way that it went and all the setbacks and challenges, I can sit here today and just not feel so identified with this. So like, when I have this license in my hand, I'm not going to be like, oh, Lord Jesus, like I did it. Like uh, I'm a nurse. Like it's going to feel really good. Don't get me wrong. Like it's going to feel really good to know that I've accomplished this goal. But it's just a goal that I accomplished that I feel really proud of. And it was all just rooted in choice and recognizing that it's all my choice. And there is no, there is no set of instructions. There's no way that things have to be. There's, there's nothing but everything that I want it to be. And I think that is just, there's so much beauty in that, um, that, I, that I'm finding at least. Going with it, right? Like you chose, that's like powerful, you know, to like have these like moments where you feel like you're like being torn down or like ripped off your path of like, no, this is what I'm choosing. And it's like, that's how powerful choice can be. It's like, you, you're like, no, I'm still choosing this. I am still choosing this. Yeah. And no matter how many times I, I f fall down, I'm going to get back up and choose it again, because I know this is my path. And right, like, when we talk about living this alternative lifestyle, finding our dharma, doing all the things, it's like, that is it. It's like, it doesn't matter how many times we feel like we are falling or we feel like we're faced with these challenges choice is everything it can literally you stand up and you choose again following you know those moments of of desire of feeling this pull in our heart to do something and then not being so tightly gripped where like if something is different if something seemingly falls apart, we're like, oh my God, it's all like, mm -hmm. I failed. I love, you know, like, cause it's not that right. It's like what Bella was saying. It's like, it's all part of it. Mm -hmm. Like the falling mm -hmm. down, like the, the challenges, the obstacles, it's all part of it. And we're so gripped on tight to this one way we think it should go. It's going to be like so many slaps in the face along our journey because we're like, ah, wait, ah, I wanted it like that. And then it doesn't happen. And then it's a little bit different. Right. It's like we can we can grip tightly, but it's only going to make those those challenges harder if we just let our grip loosen a little like, wow, like hold it in our hands instead of gripping onto it for dear life. It's just a looking mm -hmm. at it like, wow, that's really beautiful. You mentioned something, too. You were like you said something about overwhelm and like it's like a pleasant overwhelm. And I kind of giggled over here because I was in class today and I was feeling this sense of overwhelm. 
but it wasn't like, oh my God, I got to do so much. Oh my God, my, my life, I'm going to be so busy. It was like a pleasant overwhelm. It was like, like, I don't know. It was very nice to hear. I'm overwhelmed with like joy. Like I'm overwhelmed with like all the beautiful opportunities that are unfolding in my life. Like I'm overwhelmed with joy. I'm overwhelmed with love. I'm outraged. I'm just outraged with fucking love. I think it's because we can come back to the idea that it's just an idea, that it's all just choices and it's just a creation that we're creating. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling all the feels right now. I'm feeling the sense of overwhelm and my heart's racing and my stomach hurts and my chest and all the feel, like feeling it all and just, and being in the experience and understanding that it's, it's an experience and that you can feel it all as it arises and then just witness it all as it falls and not identifying yourself with it. It's so important. Yeah. What I love you said was um, when you made that choice, you know, to hit the vape, that you forgave yourself for making that choice, you know? Like we all make choices or choose paths that at the time may have felt like, you know, could have been the end of the world if you had your grip super, super tight on that end goal and you attached all of your worth with that end goal. It could have been the collapse, you know, and the spiral into the rabbit hole that some people, you know, unfortunately fall down. But- Mm-hmm. taking that time to taking that love to forgive yourself and say I made that choice and obviously it had to be made because that's what happened you know that the universe has its way of you know obviously it had to happen so that way you could be here now to be yeah. and now it means like that much more to you but now you learned all these lessons along the way so now it means more to you but like not in a way where you're attached to it but in a way where it's just like I said I was going to do it and I did that. Mm-hmm. Like I tr- I trust in myself and I and I went through. Like I believe in in what I say I'm going to do. And it's just really like that inspiration and us as you know beings who are following our souls, following our path, you know whatever path it is. All of those steps are just little steps, you know, along that ladder. And I don't know where the ladder goes. Maybe it's not up. You know, maybe it's just a little spiral ladder that goes in the same space, you know, like one of those trippy ladders that looks like it's going up, but it just actually just like keeps going up and down. Yeah. <laughs> <Circles>. <laughs> it's just like a circles, but it feels like you're going up. Yeah. That's like life. <laughs> and then you come back down and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm back here. I thought I did this already. Not yeah. again. God damn it. Like familiar. But that's the thing. I think that right there in itself is just this idea that like I work my ass off. I've been healing. I've been doing all the things. I've been doing all the affirmations and, and all the the sage burning and all the like retreats. And why the fuck is my life not the way I want it to be? Yet? Like this shit isn't working. And it's like, yo, like let go. Let go of how you think it should look like or how you think it should be. It's like this pre-sense of like like even on the last episode we had, I even shared that analogy about like the farmer. And I imagine you heard it. I'm not going to go through it right now, but like, it's just this idea that we judge situations and we expect things to be a certain way. So it's like, if I go down path A, then I know that things are going to be like this, this, and this. And it's like, but what if it's not? How, what are you going to do? Are you going to give up? Are you going to consider yourself a failure? Like, you know, what, what is it that you like, like perfect example, this kind of happened to me a few weeks ago or 
I was kind of lost in this like limbo or this trap, if you will, with meditation. So I took on this role as a meditation coach uh, two years ago, and I'm in love with what it entails and what I can create out of it. Because meditation is a beautiful tool that can really kind of center us and, you know, and, and really help us to become more self-aware uh, as well as so many other benefits. But I was kind of having this like weird relationship with meditation. Um, I was kind of thinking that I had to do it. And it's very, right, I think there's like levels and layers to this whole thing of spirituality or whatever this is. Um, because I was feeling almost like I had to meditate. And if I took on clients, then I would be a fraud if, if I'm a meditation coach and I'm not meditating all the time. And I was just having this weird, weird relationship. And I was kind of getting down on myself a little bit. I'm thinking about it. Like I was thinking like too, like I was looking at other leaders out there who are, who practice meditation and they look so enlightened and they speak with this like eloquence and they know how to articulate themselves so beautifully when they're like guiding meditations. And I'm like, see, that could be me if I just took meditation more seriously. If I just meditated more, it's like, I've never even meditated for an hour straight. It's like, who the fuck am I? And I got fucking wrapped up in it. Like I was lost. And thankfully, I came across this podcast that woke me up. And the podcast is a dualistic unity. And I, I, I still love that podcast. I still listen to it every day. It's so beautiful because it, it just it reminds me to come back to the truth, which is unity or whatever. And uh, yeah, so I kind of came back to that podcast and it woke me back up. And I was like, I was kind of broken down a little bit for a few weeks. Like I was kind of going through it because I was like, fuck, I, re I just remembered none of this matters. Like, and it, I, I, long story, but basically it helped me to reconnect with the truth that I don't mm. need meditation, that I, I get to use meditation as a tool. And mm. that's all it is. It's a, it's a tool. I think that's the matrix slipping into that uh, quote unquote spirituality once again is the um, to-do list that our mind creates of like, oh, I have to do these things in order to maintain this profile and maintain this relevancy and maintain who I want people to think I am or who I need to think I am. You know, it's like we create this image of ourselves and then beat ourselves up if we don't, yeah. we don't mean it. I think meditation can be on the same wavelength as like plant medicines, hallucinogenics, you know, it's like, we think that, I think there's like this big urge for people to just like go and find themselves in the medicine. Like, oh, my life's falling apart. Like, let me just take some ayahuasca. Like, no, 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 no. This is like not what we're doing here. And like the abuse, the like disrespect of these indigenous plants. I mean, I've just like, wow. It's like, and it's, it, you know, it's weaved within this quote unquote spiritual journey. And, you know, there's always going to be the yin and yang. And so I always just remind my listeners to be mindful and to be very, very aware that all of our truths look different and not, you know, just because one person's truth feels very resonant, it doesn't mean that it's like, that's our path. Mm -hmm. And we have to be so, we have to remember that we, we have everything we need within 
Like we, you know, we, even the Dharma, even the purpose, how funny is it that we're like, I have to find my purpose. Like I have something to do here. Like we have nothing to do here. We were put here. That is, that is it. Us being here right now is the per is our purpose. We're all living our purpose right now. And we literally have nothing to do. You mm -hmm. could, you know, not finish tomorrow, have your baby tomorrow, move out into the farmland and never post on Instagram again. I could meet you out there off grid and we could all just build a farm and nobody ever hear from us again. And we'd be living our purpose. We'd be living our Dharma. Yeah. And that's like what we're saying here is like, do what you want to do, but don't get so caught up in all the boxes and all the ways that we've defined ourselves and community love you know, like remember that, that we got it in here and then seek that reflection in, in one another. But I think like, but if you're gonna go and take plant medicines, if you're gonna go and do that, meditate first. How about you eye gaze? What was the last time you stared in a stranger's eyes for 10 minutes? Cause guaranteed that will change your life. Mm. You know, it's like you find God within other people. And I think that that's why community and conversations like this are so, so important. Mm -hmm. Aha. Ah, fucking yeah. Home. That's it. <laughs> Wait, so All I'm, right, goodbye. <laughs> so like that's it. And that's the key takeaway. <laughs> oh man, I feel like ugh, so many questions too. Now I'm thinking what I I do want to kind of know more about what started you on this like path. Like when when did you know like you were not gonna do things the way society was doing it? Like what tapped you into this sense of spirituality, if you will? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, I had a, I, I want to say that losing someone very close to me at a young age in my immediate family, I lost my father when I was 14 and that's an initiation, you know, when you're so young and death is something that's not talked about and shared. So when it's somebody immediate, you're like, no, only old people die, you know? Like you never hear about somebody dying. So that is like, I feel like that was my first like initiation. <laughs> and then I ended up having an experience where I moved with my um, mom from the hometown that I was in and we moved and we moved to a place in Florida called um, Boca. And Boca is a place near Miami and there's a lot of, lot of money. It's very progressive. It's very built up. It has, you know, you know, people with Prada and the cars and the heel. And it's just like all so luxurious. And so this is a very key component I feel in my spiritual journey because I got like launched into this school that was like five times bigger than the little town that I grew up in. And um, I'm seeing just all these girls that I've never ever worked a day in their life, no judgment, but it was just part of my journey of like seeing these girls with Prada bags and Mercedes Benz and like they're matching keys and like all these things. And like, I had to work for my money. I had to go and get a job. You know, I like, I had responsibilities. I paid my phone bills. I paid my bills. You know, I had like support from my mother, of course, but I didn't like just have like this abundance. I didn't live in a mansion on like the beach and like just re ridiculous money like just people that will never ever have to work a day in their life and I thought that that's what I wanted right I thought I wanted to be rich I thought I wanted to have all of those things I thought that's what success meant and so being put in that situation for two years my junior and my senior year I got to realize what that does to people in their head mm. how that mentally affects people 
how that mentally affects the few, the generations of these people who are having children who are have so much money that their children never have to work and how that's affecting them in their lives. And I think that that was really like the catapult into my spiritual journey was realizing, okay, I thought that's what I wanted and that's not what I wanted. And I feel like it's unfair. Like, I feel like I missed out here somehow. How, why, why can't I have the Mercedes Benz, you know? Mm. And, <laughs> and then I chose to take that, you know, with all the feelings that it comes. And I think that I, um, yeah, we, we all go into those moments of shadows. You know, you go into the rabbit hole, lose yourself, come back out, find yourself, go back in, lose yourself, come back out. It's just like a rebirth over and over and over and over. And the rebirth, you know, still continues. And I just say, you know, that was that time. I would say that that's really what, you know, inspired me. Like something, I'm different here. Something's, something's different and I can feel it. I can feel the call for something more. And then I, you know, went into my yoga teacher training. I like, I thought that was it, you know, mm -hmm. then I did the meditations and then I, and I still incorporate all those things, all those tools, they're tools. Mm -hmm. They're not boxes that we put ourselves in and say i have to do this in order to be worthy and so that is all of the journey you know that's all a part of the journey those little pathways and so i love when we can share and have these kind of talks because it's just like we just giggle because it's just like yeah been there you know and that's just like the beauty of of this human experience is being like when you get those moments where you're like hey hey man me too like it's like your whole body my whole body just lights up with chills it's like wow that I'm moment in time oh yeah and like our souls can just be like wait what like it's like this explosion of stars like we're experiencing something in the same way and hopefully the listeners listening to this can you know relate to the things that we're saying and i think that's why we love podcasts so much just like listening to people to talk about experiences that you're having and then you're like wait what other people are having this experience like i'm not alone and yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, Thank it's you. So Thank beautiful. you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me rant. Oh my goodness. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I feel I feel like we hit so many beautiful, like potent topics. And I'm just feeling, yeah, just in this moment feeling really grateful to <laughs> have had this conversation. It me filled too. me up. I'm over here like goosebumps <laughs> and teary, and I'm like me thinking. Too. It's all like it beautiful like so beautiful and anybody who's tuning in like thank you for being a part of this conversation and this journey and choosing that your purpose right now is to listen to us talk about all these topics because yes. that's this is it this is freaking it and yeah thank you thank you Bella for for being here with Victor and I and sharing this collaboration with us and getting it was beautiful to you know, reconnect with you and just dive into this mm. amazing magical all of it <laughs> thank you oh I love it my heart is so open right now I feel so grateful so 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 honored to share this space with both of you you're doing incredible things I love your podcast I love what you're sharing I love the beings that you are and I love you, the listener, thank you guys so much for tuning in and continuing to just support these super fucking vulnerable shares. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Honored. Aho. Aho. Yeah. Aho, baby. So much love. So much love.
And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in, for your support, your messages. It truly means the world to me. Please remember that you can head to the description part of this podcast to check out the Honey Unmatrix Yourself podcast with Sarah and Victor. They're both incredible beings. I'll put the links to their Instagrams in the description below as well so you can find them and tune in more. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to leave us a review. It really helps me spread the word and I just really enjoy hearing your guys' honest thoughts and feelings about this space. I will see you soon and I love you.